Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Muscle for Life. I'm Mike Matthews. Thank you for joining me today to learn about what the best time is to lift weights. Now, if you search for an answer to that online, you are going to find that there are basically two schools of thought on this. You have one crowd saying it's best to train in the late afternoon or the early evening. And then you have another crowd saying it doesn't really matter when you train. You are going to perform just as well either way. You are going to make just as good progress either way. Now, proponents of the first position often point to studies that show that athletes perform better later in the day and usually because of hormonal reasons, hormonal fluctuations. And so they say that that is evidence that you should do the same. And if you do, you're going to be able to lift heavier weights. You are going to probably be able to do more reps with those weights than you would otherwise. And you're going to be able to gain muscle and strength faster. Now, people who say it doesn't matter, train whenever it works for you, will say that while most people will have slightly better workouts in the afternoon or evening, your body can adjust to morning workouts, very early morning workouts, and the downsides of morning training and especially early morning training disappear within a month or so. So within a month, maybe two months of switching from let's say afternoon or evening workouts to morning workouts, you should feel more or less the same in your morning training as you did in your later training. Now, who's right? or are both wrong and the truth is elsewhere. Well, that is what we are going to be talking about in today's podcast. Also, if you like what I am doing here on the podcast and elsewhere, definitely check out my sports nutrition company, Legion, which thanks to the support of many people like you is the leading brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. And we're on top because every ingredient and dose in every product is backed by peer-reviewed scientific research. Every formulation is 100% transparent. There are no proprietary blends, for example. And everything is naturally sweetened and flavored. So that means no artificial sweeteners, no artificial food dyes, which may not be as dangerous as some people would have you believe, but there is good evidence to suggest that having many servings of artificial sweeteners in particular every day for long periods of time may not be the best for your health. So while you don't need pills, powders, and potions to get into great shape, and frankly, most of them are virtually useless, there are natural ingredients that can help you lose fat, build muscle, and get healthy faster, and you will find the best of them in Legion's products. To check out everything we have to offer, including protein powders and bars, pre-workout and post-workout supplements, fat burners, multivitamins, joint support, and more, head over to buylegion.com slash Mike. That's B-U-Y-L-E-G-I-O-N.com slash Mike. And just to show you how much I appreciate my podcast peeps, use the coupon code MFL at checkout and you will save 20% on your entire first order. All right, so the place to start this discussion is an explanation of circadian rhythms. Now, your circadian rhythm, which is also often referred to as your biological clock, is a collection of physiological processes that repeat every 24 hours or so, and they regulate many different functions in the body, including your sleep and your eating habits and your hunger, your digestion, your bowel movements, body temperature, hormone levels, many, many different things depend on this 24-ish hour cycle. And one of the most obvious examples of a bodily process that follows the 
circadian rhythm or a circadian rhythm is, of course, our sleep wake cycle. Now, if you're like most people, you're waking up between maybe 6 and 8 a.m. and you're staying awake for about 16 hours and then you're going to bed sometime between 10 p.m. and midnight. Now, a more accurate term for these processes would be circadian rhythms, since your body has many different internal schedules running at different times for different things. And as you can imagine, many of the processes have a significant impact on your athletic performance. And specifically, these circadian rhythms that have the biggest impact on your workouts are the sleep-wake cycle, the body temperature cycle, and the testosterone cycle. So let's talk about those. Let's talk about this sleep-wake cycle. One of the countless ways we humans differ from one another is our individual preference for what time we like to go to sleep and what time we like to wake up. And this is referred to as our chronotype. There are early birds. I'm one of those people who like to wake up and go to bed early. And there are night owls who prefer to stay up and wake up late. But the vast majority of us fall somewhere between these two extremes. Now, while it's possible to change your chronotype type over time, learning to wake up early, despite being a night owl and vice versa. I was once a night owl when I was a young buck, and I could afford the luxury of going to bed between 12 and 2 a.m. and waking up between 8 and 10 a.m. Whereas now I'm an early bird by conditioning. I've just been getting up between 5 and 6 a.m. and going to bed between uh, 10 and 11 p.m. for many, many years now. Of course, that's the rule and there are exceptions. Sometimes on the weekends, I'm staying up a little bit later, waking up a little bit later. If I am on vacation, same thing. But generally speaking, especially during the week, I'm in bed around 10, sometimes a little bit earlier, 9.45, sometimes a little bit later, 10.15. My alarm is at 6. Sometimes I wake up a little bit earlier than 6 and sometimes I wake up with my alarm. Anyway, regardless of your current chronotype, research shows that matching that to your daily exercise routine can improve your performance. So for example, studies show that elite athletes tend to pursue and excel in sports that match their chronotype. People who are night owls by nature may be more inclined to take part in track and field events, swimming and gymnastics, sports where competitions typically occur in the afternoon and evening, whereas people who are early birds by nature may be more inclined to pursue triathlon and long-distance running and other sports where competitions typically occur in the morning. More evidence of the benefits of matching your chronotype to workouts comes from a study conducted by scientists at the Martha Jefferson Hospital Sleep Medicine Center. And here, the researchers found that baseball players who were early birds had higher batting averages than night owls in early games, so games before 2 p.m., while night owls had higher batting averages than early birds during evening games after 8 p.m. Okay, now let's talk about the second circadian rhythm that impacts how well we can work out, and that is the body temperature cycle. So core body temperature is a term that refers to the temperature of your internal organs, and many biological systems are sensitive to variations in temperature. So your body goes to great lengths to keep the core temperature in a narrow range of about 97.7 and 101.3 degrees Fahrenheit. And most of the systems involved in exercise, the musculoskeletal system, cardiovascular system, nervous systems, function optimally when your core temperature is a little higher than normal. 
And the reason for that is a slightly higher than normal core temp improves the speed at which electrical impulses move through your nerves. It improves your ability to use glucose for energy and replenish glycogen stores. It improves blood flow in your muscles. It even improves muscular strength straight up. Now, in most people, core temperature is at its lowest at night, and then it rises when they wake, and it reaches its peak in the evening. So in theory, this means that training later in the day should lead to more productive workouts and thus better strength and muscle gain. And that may partly explain why research shows that people do tend to perform better in their training and athletic activities later in the day and why sporting records tend to be broken in the late afternoon and early evening versus the morning. That said, just because training later in the day may slightly improve your performance doesn't necessarily mean you are going to gain muscle and strength faster, and that's something that I'll talk more about in this podcast. Now, the third circadian rhythm that we need to talk about is the testosterone cycle. And this is important because testosterone is the primary hormonal driver of muscle growth. It is the major anabolic hormone in the body, anabolic meaning building substances up, including muscle. And you may have heard that testosterone peaks in the morning and drops at the end of the day. And you may worry then if you train later in the day in a lower T environment, it could decrease your performance and decrease your results. And while it's true that testosterone does reach its lowest point in the evening, research shows that strength training in the evening actually produces a larger increase in testosterone levels than strength training in the morning. So there's an interesting counterbalancing effect here. When testosterone is naturally lower later in the day, the acute hormonal response to training is greater. Why is that? Well, it is partly because of what happens with another hormone called cortisol. Now, this is a catabolic hormone, meaning that it breaks substances down, including muscle and fat. And like testosterone, resting cortisol levels are highest in the morning before we wake up. It actually helps wake us up. And then cortisol levels progressively decline as the day goes on, reaching a low point in the evening. Also like testosterone, cortisol levels spike during and immediately after we train. That said, when we train in the evening, research shows that the resulting cortisol spike tends to be lower and it tends to decline faster than when we train in the morning. Now, because maintaining a high ratio of testosterone to cortisol is generally good if you want to maximize muscle growth, many researchers and experts have theorized that training in the afternoon or evening when that ratio is most conducive to muscle gain when it is at its best may provide a more anabolic environment and therefore may result in better gains. As you'll learn in a moment, though, the theory really hasn't panned out in practice. And let's get into that. Let's talk specifically about that because on the whole, most studies show that you will probably gain muscle and strength a little bit faster if you train in the afternoon or the evening rather than the morning. For example, research conducted by scientists at the College of William and Mary looked at how training at different times of the day affected the athletic performance of 10 healthy untrained men. And the researchers had the men do a workout that involved three sets of five reps and one set of 50 reps on an isometric 
isometric leg extension, and a curl machine. And each person repeated the workout a total of four times, once at 8 a.m., once at 12 p.m., then 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. And they were able to produce slightly more force with their leg muscles at 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. than they were at 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. There are several other studies that have found similar things with performance, with muscle growth directly. For example, there's a study that was conducted by scientists at the University of Bergania, and there was another that was conducted by researchers at the University of Uvascula that found that people's quadriceps muscles were stronger in the evening than in the morning. There is another study that was conducted by scientists at the University of Uvascula. And in this case, researchers found that strength Strength gain was more or less the same between people who were lifting in the morning versus the evening, but the evening group gained slightly more muscle. That said, the researchers found that that difference in muscle growth between the two groups only became apparent about halfway through the study, indicating that it may take up to three months or more for benefits of evening training to become apparent, at least in terms of muscle growth. Now, if we were to just leave the discussion at that, you'd probably think that training in the evening is clearly superior to training in the morning, right? And as a corollary, you would rightly assume that training in the morning puts you at some sort of disadvantage when it comes to gaining muscle and strength. And that's not necessarily true because while most studies do show that most people are a bit weaker in the morning than in the evening, more recent research shows that if you consistently train in the morning, that handicap disappears over time. So specifically, if you switch from training in the late afternoon or the evening to training in the morning, you can expect your strength to immediately dip by about 5 to 10%, which can be disconcerting. But if you stay the course, it should return to normal it should return to exactly where it would be if you were training later in the day after about a month or so. And for what it's worth, I can say that I've experienced that many times over the years because my workout times have changed. I have worked out early in the morning, so arriving at the gym between 6 or 6.30 a.m. I did that for a while, and then I changed that to a little bit later in the morning, around 8 a.m., not that you'd expect a big difference there, but then I have changed that to a 1 or 2 p.m. time. I've changed that to a 4, 5, or 6 p.m. time. I haven't done evening workouts in a while, you know, 8 or 9 p.m. because I go to bed around 10. And currently I'm back to the early-ish morning workout slot. So I get there around 7.45 and I changed from a 2 p.m. workout time to that 7.45 time. And I noticed initially the first week or so, the weights felt pretty heavy. I lost a rep or two on my big lifts. But then within a couple of weeks, I didn't notice any difference in my energy levels and in my performance. And that's reflected in my training because I'm following the Beyond Bigger, Leaner, Stronger program, which on your primary lifts calls for specific rep targets with specific amounts of weight as a percentage of one rep max. So I was able to see that in my 2 p.m. slot, you know, 75% of my 1RM for sets of eight. Okay, I was getting those sets and then I switched to the morning and now I was only getting like the first two sets and then I was getting maybe seven reps or six reps on my last two sets. But within a couple of weeks, I was back up to hitting each of my sets, getting my four sets of eight just as I was previously without feeling like it was any harder than it was previously. 
Another thing to consider regarding workout time is your personal preferences should play a major role in your decision of when you work out. If you prefer working out in the morning, which I do, over working out in the evening, let's say, or even the afternoon, then working out in the morning may be the better choice, even if science with a capital S says it isn't optimal, or even if you know it is not physically optimal for your body. That said, if you're like me and you like starting your day with a workout, you like how you feel after you train and it sets the tone for the rest of the day, and you like just having it done, so then you can focus on your work and everything else that you need to do. And again, if you're like me and you don't really like breaking away from work to go work out, once you've started working, you like to just stick to it, maybe with little breaks for some food and some bathroom and that's it. Well, then again, working out in the morning is probably the best choice for you, even if your body doesn't like it as much as training later in the day, because you are going to enjoy your morning training more, you're going to look forward to it more, and that's going to help with compliance. And of course, sticking to the plan, assuming it's a good plan, over the long term is the key to getting results. And there's research to back that up. There is a study that was conducted by scientists at Samford University that found that when people were able to train when they most preferred to train, the time of day that they wanted to work out, they were more motivated to train and they felt that their workouts were easier. And so a reasonable takeaway from that study is that while the physiological benefits of training later in the day may be real, they They are certainly slight and they may be offset by your preferences. Now, what about hormones? What about claims that training in the evening optimizes your hormones for building muscle or that the evening provides you with an optimal hormonal environment for building muscle? Well, in this case, research shows that that is mostly balderdash. Although training when the ratio of testosterone to cortisol is at its highest sounds beneficial, several studies suggest that it has little to no effect on how much muscle and strength you actually gain from the training. So for example, one study that was conducted by researchers at the University of the West of Scotland had 17 untrained male students report to the lab at 9 a.m. and at 5 p.m. and perform a 5 meter sprint test and a squat one rep max test on each visit. And to assess levels of testosterone and cortisol, the scientists had the participants give three separate saliva samples. So one was immediately prior to the physical test, and then another was five minutes after the test, and then there was another one an hour after the test. And what the results showed is that there was no correlation between sprint performance or squat one rep max and testosterone levels. Unsurprisingly, considering what we have discussed so far, far, the researchers did find that people's sprint times and their squat performance were slightly better in the evening, but of course we would expect that. If you like what I'm doing here on the podcast and elsewhere, definitely check out my sports nutrition company, Legion, which thanks to the support of many people like you is the leading brand of all natural sports supplements in the world. So where does all of this leave us? What is the key actionable here? Well, all else being equal, you probably will perform a little bit better and you may gain muscle and strength a little bit faster if you train in the afternoon or evening. 
But if you prefer to train in the morning, if that suits your schedule better, your lifestyle better, your chronotype better, your body will adjust regardless of the initial loss in strength and performance. And once that occurs, you probably won't be at any major disadvantage. If there is a downside to the early training, it's going to be very slight. And remember again, The most important factor in getting jacked is just consistency. Of course, you have to have a good program. You have to know what you're doing in the kitchen, you know, calories, macros, protein in particular. But once you have plans that are good enough, once you have a meal plan that is good enough and a training plan that is good enough, consistency is the key. Consistency is the one weird trick for melting body fat. It is the one weird trick for adding inches to your biceps. So again, do what appeals most to you. If you had to choose between evening and morning training, knowing that if you go in the evening, you're probably going to miss a couple of workouts per month because of your schedule, and you're probably not going to be able to give 100% in at least a couple workouts per month because of low energy levels, then you should train in the morning. You will get better results that way over the long term. And similarly, if you just like training in the morning, if you just prefer it, if it is your favorite time to get in the gym and work out, then that's what you should do. And you should do that regardless of what most studies show or what most experts say. Now, if you don't have a strong preference either way, if morning or evening is the same to you regarding your ability to get in the gym and put in the work, and if you like the morning workouts just as much as the later in the day workouts and consistency and compliance isn't going to be a problem either way, then later in the day is probably going to be slightly better. Now, if you want to switch things up and start training in the morning, or if you are already training in the morning and it's not going very well, even though you want it to go well, like you really do prefer working out in the morning, but you're finding that your morning workouts are just not as productive or enjoyable as your later in the day workouts, then I want to share a few tips that are going to help you make this transition better and help you get the most out of your morning workouts. So there are seven of them, actually. One is to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. Now, if you want to start waking up earlier, you first have to start going to bed earlier to ensure that you get enough sleep, seven to nine hours for most people. And aside from simply going to bed earlier, it's also smart to create a little pre-bed routine that's going to help you fall asleep faster, help you get relaxed and get sleepy. You can also consider a sleep aid supplement, a natural supplement. I wouldn't recommend drugs. Like for example, Legion has a supplement called Lunar that can help, especially in the first couple of weeks as your body's adjusting to the earlier bedtime and the earlier wake time. It's also important to stick to that new sleep-wake schedule every day. Don't sleep in on the weekends. Don't stay up later on the weekends, at least initially, because it can interfere with this new sleep schedule and it can make it harder for you to wake up and feel awake on the days that you're getting into the gym. The next tip is to try to wake up at least an hour before you train. And this one is immediately obvious to anyone who has rolled out of bed like 
a log off of a truck and then dragged themselves into the car to the gym and then had a pretty shitty workout. I have experienced that many times myself. And that is generally going to be the experience, even if you give yourself some time, give your body some time to get used to it. If nothing else, your training is going to be more productive. You are going to have better workouts, even if you don't have terrible workouts, just getting up early, going straight to the gym. It's going to be better if you get up a little bit earlier and you give yourself some time to shake off the cobwebs and get fully awake. And it also gives some time for caffeine to kick in, right, from your coffee or maybe your pre-workout supplement because it takes 30 or 45 minutes for caffeine to peak in your bloodstream after ingestion. Now, speaking of caffeine, that is actually my third tip for us morning trainers. Use caffeine. Have a pre-workout supplement or drink some coffee when you wake up. Give it some time to get into your blood and to start working. And studies show, of course, that caffeine improves strength. It improves muscle endurance. It improves anaerobic performance. Most people know that. But many people don't know that it has also been shown to help reverse the morning weakness experienced by many people who train in the morning. Now, if you're not a fan of coffee, then you can go with a pre-workout. Of course, mine is Pulse. You can find it over at legionathletics.com and it has more than just caffeine, of course. You can check out the formulation, all natural ingredients, clinically effective doses, all research is cited and linked for you to review. And I personally have four shots of espresso about 40 minutes before I go to the gym. So I wake up at six or sometimes a little bit earlier and I go to the bathroom and I drink a bunch of water and then I go into my infrared sauna and I read for a bit, an hour or so. And then I get dressed. I make my four shots of espresso. I make a cappuccino basically, but it's kind of like equal parts milk and espresso. I believe that would be a macchiato would be the term. But anyway, so I have my caffeine and then I also have a serving of our stim-free version of Pulse. So we have Pulse with and without caffeine. And I do the stim-free because I don't need to have four shots of espresso, which is around 300 milligrams of caffeine plus another 350 milligrams of caffeine, which is what you'll find in a full serving of Pulse. You can do that if you want to do it maybe a couple of times per week before your biggest, hardest workouts, maybe before your big pulls or big squats, but that would not be advisable to do on a daily basis. On average, you want to keep your caffeine intake below 400 milligrams per day. Research shows that that is a safe and healthy intake of caffeine, below 400 milligrams per day. But if you exceed that, It can cause health problems. In some people, it doesn't, but in most people, it is not healthy to exceed 400 milligrams of caffeine per day on average. My next tip for you is to have some protein and or carbs 30 to 60 minutes before you train. Eating around 30 grams of both protein and carbs is probably ideal. Research shows that that will probably help you perform a bit better and recover a little bit faster than if you trained on an empty stomach. But if you just like to train fasted, I would recommend considering a supplement like HMB, which you'll find in Legion's Forge supplement, which also has yohimbine and citicoline. It is a cutting supplement. I wouldn't recommend Forge if you are not cutting. In that case, I would say just get some bulk HMB intake two to three grams before you train, or about 10 grams of whey protein mixed with water works as well. Of course, that 
does contain calories and you are not purely fasting at that point, but the insulin response is going to be minimal at least. Okay, moving down the list to number five, do a thorough and proper warm up before you get to your hard working sets. Now, one of the reasons people tend to perform better in the afternoon and the evening is their core body temperature is higher than it is in the morning. We talked about that. And you can quickly raise your core body temperature by doing a good warm-up before you get to your actual workout. And a simple way to do that is to just do five, 10 minutes of light cardio before you start lifting. That works like walking on a treadmill, for example, just enough to maybe slightly break a sweat, but not enough to feel fatigued. And then of course you should do a proper warm up with the exercises you are going to be performing in your workout. And if you want to learn how to do that, head over to legionathletics.com and just search for warm up and you'll find an article and probably a podcast on that specifically. The The next tip on my list is to create a morning routine that you like, that you look forward to, because if getting up early feels like a punishment, then you're going to have a hard time continuing to do it. Compliance is going to suffer. But if you create a morning ritual that you like and you anticipate when you go to bed, then that can help take the edge off the early wake time. And a few ideas for that is to listen to some of your favorite songs or maybe podcasts or audiobooks, radio shows, whatever. When you wake up, when you're in the car driving to the gym, you can read a great book or maybe some Legion articles when you wake up. As I mentioned earlier, that's what I like to do. Some people like to do some work first thing in the morning, just get ahead on their to-do list for the day. Some people like to prepare their food. Some people like to do some meditation, do some journaling. The point is just find a routine that works for you and that you enjoy. And my final tip is if your training programming involves one rep max tests or AMRAP tests, like in the case of Beyond Bigger, Leaner, Stronger, every 16-week macro cycle ends with some AMRAP test, as many reps as possible tests with 95% of one rep max on your primary exercises, try to do those in the afternoon or the evening. Because even if you do all of your training in the morning, you're probably going to be a bit stronger in the afternoon or evening. And when you're doing a one rep max test or an AMRAP test, the idea is to lift as much weight as possible or get as many reps as possible. And so training in the afternoon, evening for those workouts is probably going to result in slightly better numbers. All right. Well, we have covered a lot here. Those are all of the key points I wanted to share with you. So just to summarize, remember that consistency is the keystone of building a great physique. The optimal time to train is when you can consistently do it when you most enjoy doing it. And if that's the evening, afternoon, lunch, morning, whatever, find what works best for you and what fits your lifestyle and your chronotype and your preferences before you worry about what is scientifically optimal because the physiological differences between the evening workout and the morning workout are minimal. It's not going to make a major difference one way or another. That said, if you don't much care whether you train earlier in the day or later in the day, if your schedule can accommodate any workout time really, and you don't personally prefer one over the other, then you should know that your performance, your strength, 
will probably be a bit better in the evening than in the morning. And if you are switching from an evening time or an afternoon time to a morning time, just know that initially your performance and your strength is going to skid a little bit, but it will rebound as your body adapts to your new schedule. So just stick with it and it will get better. All right. Well, that is all I currently have to say about the best time to work out. And as for what else I'll be talking about here on the podcast, well, I have another Q&A coming up where I'm going to be addressing resistance bands because that is becoming a bit of a trend right now. There are a couple of branded products in particular that claim to deliver better results than weightlifting. And in that Q&A, I will also be talking about getting laid as a married man, as well as female lean gaining. And then I also have another installment of Says You coming where I'm going to be addressing objections to the incline bench press, trap bar deadlift, and bodybuilding accessory exercises, isolation exercises, all things that you find in my programs. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting and helpful. And if you did and you don't mind doing me a favor, please do leave a quick review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to me from in whichever app you're listening to me in, because that not only convinces people that they should check out the show, it also increases search visibility and thus it helps more people find their way to me and learn how to get fitter, leaner, stronger, healthier, and happier as well. And of course, if you want to be notified when the next episode goes live, then simply subscribe to the podcast and you won't miss out on any new stuff. And if you didn't like something about the show, please do shoot me an email at mike at muscleforlife.com, just muscleforlife.com, and share your thoughts on how I can do this better. I read everything myself and I'm always looking or constructive feedback, even if it is criticism. I'm open to it. And of course, you can email me if you have positive feedback as well, or if you have questions really relating to anything that you think I could help you with, definitely send me an email. That is the best way to get a hold of me, mike at mossforlife.com. And that's it. Thanks again for listening to this episode, and I hope to hear from you soon. <laughs>